of the dudes abide episode 25 the drain of death i am timmy johnson and joining me as always in each and every week is the fellow dude ryan anderson ryan what's up hola mi amigos not much what you got uh i'm all right uh did some uh I was off of the workplace Friday and did a little wrestling. Wrestling. Fucking wrestling. Did some wrestling. I entered uh, the Kentucky's Biggest Battle Royal at uh, like 9. Okay. Got eliminated at like 13. What a travesty. Yep. Were you you cheated, sir? Well, I ran after a guy and he pulled the rope down on me. That's the oldest trick in the book. I can't believe you fell for that. I did. You let your emotions get away with you. Yeah, I was... In the heat of the moment. It was the heat of the moment, and he saw the weakness. Ah, man. It's happened. But, uh, yeah, and then we had to tear down the whole shebang and go put it on the trailers in the rain. Ah, That's... Remember the memories you will remember later in life. Right. And, uh, Getting pneumonia out in the rain yeah. in the middle of Kentucky on a Friday night. And then we uh, went and ate uh, Pangea Saturday, had some good pizza. What the hell is Pangea? Cake. Oh, sir, it's a restaurant over there in Evansville. They have excellent pizza and gelato. I think you have, you've discussed this on the podcast before, oh, if I'm I not have, mistaken. sir. Yes. I definitely have. You are definitely a connoisseur of the the pizza pie, aren't you? Oh, yes, I am. I I enjoy good pizza. And this was uh, Neapolitan-style pizza, and, you know, in a wood... uh, It had chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry ice cream on it? I loved it. Oh, Oh, no, 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 no. It's just the style, I guess. It's like... I don't know if necessarily... I think it does have to be inside of like a... It's like a stone, like a brick, not a brick oven, but like a dome oven. And like, it's got, they just throw chunks of wood in there. So it's like wood fired pizza. And it cooks like in under two minutes. Like, it's amazing. So good. I mean, I love pizza, but I don't think I've had that. I think you'd like it. It's it's pretty good. I'm going to be getting some uh, Brazilian steakhouse up this upcoming week. What's that? So, when we went to uh, Myrtle Beach this past summer, mm-hmm. went to a place called Rio's, and it was a Brazilian steakhouse, and it has like a little salad bar, like a little like a cocktail shrimps, and this little stuff on there, and you get cheeses off the bar. Yeah. But the big attraction is these guys walk around with this slabs of meat on these spigots, huh. and they just hack you off a hunk of meat right on your table, and you had these little, it looked like coasters, but they were tokens. And one side was red, it means you don't want any meat. And the other side's green, it says bring on the meat. 
Yeah. And I flip that bad boy over to green, and they just come over and hack you off a hunk of meat on there. And they had mm. like 10 to 12 different styles of meat. They had, you know, filet mignons. They had sirloins. They had uh, chickens. They had, they had, my favorite one was this like pork tenderloins with Parmesan cheese all over them. Huh. Ah, they were awesome. Where is this at? So this one was in this one was in like I said Charleston, South Carolina. Yeah. There's another one similar to this place in Indianapolis. Huh. So we're gonna go be going to Indianapolis anyway this upcoming weekend. We're gonna stop by and get us some hunk of hunk of Brazilian meat thrown on the yeah. plate. Huh. It Are was you awesome. See soccer or something? No, uh, we're gonna take my daughter's on spring break this week, so we're gonna go to the Children's Museum. There you go. Oh, I've heard good things about that. Yep. Uh, I went there as a kid, but we're gonna take her to the children's museum and then we're gonna go get some brazilian meat brazilian meat yep sounds good i mean there's nothing better in life than some hunk of meat that's been slammed down on your table and they hook a big old big old knife and just saw you off a hunk yes yes that sounds like a good time <clears throat> i will not be getting any brazilian meat i will be um are you off friday then yes i will <sighs> not be at the establishment this friday jesus that's not fair i know fucker i know well i, I was off friday so yeah I guess so. you can enjoy this friday yeah i think yeah. i will yeah well um so what else happened to me this week nothing really just living the life like a dude um well i think we can go ahead and get into some uh over the lines what do you got well i didn't really have anything crazy happen to me but i was i got on got up today and i checked out the news and i you know about the whole walk for life rallies yesterday yes like hundreds of thousands of students were protesting yes. not getting shot up at school and stuff yeah and they had, had one, one in evansville but it was did like we? indoor yeah it was indoor i did not like hear that at a church or some shit yeah but it's kind of neat yeah. And so I, I seen something that kind of angered me about it. You know who Rick Santorum is? No. You ever idea. heard the name? Nope. He's a big, big Republican. Big. He was a former senator. I want to say he was governor for a while of Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. but he was for sure a senator of Pennsylvania. And he got on got on TV today during all the Sunday morning political talk shows, and basically said that these kids are asking people to solve their problems for him, and if they really wanted to solve problems, they'd learn CPR. Oh, and really? You know what? Yeah, and I was like, you know what? We haven't had a douche of the week here on the podcast in a while, yeah. so I think Mr. Mr. Santorum can get the douche of the week honors during my yeah, over-the-line segment, and I could say, fuck you, Mr. Santorum. Yeah, because... That's the stupidest ki- shit. Well, fuck yeah, it is. Well, What's the kid- fuck is Congress's job? <laughs> what are you supposed to be doing? They, they march. You, the whole point, you know, you're supposed to vote. You're supposed to raise your concerns to your congressman on certain things. Yeah. You know, this isn't like changing your tire or something you're not doing yourself you want congress to pass a law it's like or uh pass a law of, they need to come mow change my tires mow my yard shit. and all this yeah. shit like this or give me money so i don't have to work no this is <laughs> passing a law to make weapons less less readily available right well, you just want us to do everything for you no just we just want you to do your fucking job for once <laughs> you know what is as, as bad of a rating as el presidente has you know who has a worse rating than him who's that congress Congress has like a twenty percent rating because they're a bunch of jabronis. Yeah, that is just—they're just awful. Both parties are awful. Like, if we, if we were smart, we'd boat them up on a boat and just take them out they, in the middle of the ocean or something. Well, 
the one, it's the kids. It's not the kids' fault. Yeah. Well, one, they're they're doing something. That's what part of your you're raising your concerns. You're agitating. They weren't out rioting or nothing. They had a rally. Yeah. This yeah. is normal. This is normal behavior. The founding fathers did this kind of stuff when they were uh, protesting against the tea tax and stamp nobody's, taxes. Nobody's fucking looting. Yeah, they're hey, we have concerns. We want our elected officials who take money from us through taxes to <coughs> maybe do their job for once and not keep giving kickbacks to corporations. Yeah. God damn. Well, that's something on that. I seen a. I like go Rand Paul a little bit. I really like his dad, Braun. Yeah, but he was tweeting Friday night when they were passing this gigantic six-month budget they just passed, one point three trillion dollar budget. Oh, this son of, did you see how big that stack of papers was for this budget? No, two thousand pages. Oh, they got it like Friday morning. We're gonna vote on it <laughs> the day Friday. So he was live tweeting on Twitter, basically talking about all the nonsense that was in it and how it's stupid that they're voting on something they haven't even read. Yeah. It's like yeah, yeah. What the what the hell is this shit? Because they didn't want to hang around. Basically, they wanted to be off Friday. They didn't want to stay around for the weekend voting. They wanted to go play golf and do whatever freaking senators do. Right. <laughs> this is what we get. This is sad. Yeah. Oh my it's god. A, I don't. He, I'm I'm sure he got a bunch of backlash on which I'm sure this fucker has Twitter account. Yeah. And all that bullshit. So I'm sure he's getting the backlash he deserves. Yeah, they were they were giving O. L. President a hard time today because he went out. You know, they had the rallies. They had one there in Orlando where his golf estate is, Mar-a-Lago, and he uh-huh. had to take a different route to go golfing yesterday instead. He said he didn't want to go past the rallies. It's like, come on, man. That's it's good. Just, that's your job. Why did you, Why did you sign up for this job? I mean, I know why. They just want to be big shots. They want to be the yeah. big Lebowski and not the dude. Right. I just, want, I just want to get, be treated like big shots but not have to do anything for it. Mm-hmm. That's just, that just aggravated me. I've seen that. Like, come yeah, on, man. That's yeah, fuck that son of a bitch. Yeah. This is what we get anymore. It's sad. Let's hire another uh, uh, reality star. Yeah. Just, this is what we get. Why, what normal person would want that job? I don't want you, it. I wouldn't want that job. Hell no! Fuck that shit. God, every little thing you do is scrutinized, and yeah. it seems like the worst of the worst take that job most of the time. I mean, there's some good ones. I ain't gonna say yeah. that. There's a few, a few good ones, but just the more you learn about a lot of these guys, the more you learn they're just douchebags. Yeah, that kid you went to high school with, it you know you couldn't hardly stand. They had such an inflated sense of self. Mm-hmm. So now they have to, to feel important. They got to run for office or something. Like, yeah. God, I'm sure just like. Not even like at that level of president, I'm sure. Like some other counties and shit run through the same shit. Like oh, I'm, yeah, we all know of city the, council and whatnot. We all know the local cop that was a loser in high school, and now they got to act like a big shot because they got some power. You know, mm-hmm. we all went to school with that guy. <coughs> ah, what you got this week? So, I named this episode "The Drain of Death." So, a while ago, my daughter likes to fill up the sink and uh, like play with animals and stuff which I'll allow every now and then she just wants to play with water and you know it's a part of her sensory you know stuff like that she just likes water and uh, so not too long ago I guess she just decided to like shove some q-tips and stuff 
down the drain. Well, where else are they supposed to go? Right. Oh. So she... Uh, what do you do so, with yours? You throw them in the trash, you weirdo? Yeah, right. So there's a bunch of Q-tips, and then so I was like, ah... You know, so not too long ago, my parents brought over some really strong uh, Durano, like really strong. and uh, Like like, sulfuric, like 99% sulfuric acid. Yes. And they're like, oh, we brought this over because we know you're Don't get this on your skin. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, no, no, no. I just got to take apart that drain because I know what's in it. It's not a mystery. And like, are you sure? I was like, yeah. So today I conjured up the spirit and uh it took it apart and oh my god it was disgusting oh yeah there, you would not believe the oh i believe shit. i ripped mine apart about every other month having to dig yeah. hair and all kinds of other oh nonsense out of it oh my god i mean you live with females too oh yeah living with oh. females is nothing but hair Yes. And other assorted nastiness in the drains, in the yes. sink drain and in the shower drain. Oh, good Lord. I've never seen so much hair. And, well, this, which so it was just my daughter, you know, wanting yeah. just to have fun. But <clears throat> it was a, a big, thick bundle of, uh, of Q-tips. Yes. Uh, a handful of bobby pins. A pair of tweezers. <laughs> There's where them tweezers went. Right. Uh, a toothpaste cap. Like the cap of toothpaste. Was There's this drain still dra- Was it still draining some? Yeah, somehow. I don't know how Jeez, sweet, baby Jesus. I get like a little bit of hair and get some toothpaste mixed in with it. And that, that's some right? bitch ain't draining at all. Yeah. No, it's somehow I'm getting the auger out bit. though. Clean it out. I'm tearing <laughs> the trap off the drain. Yeah. And just gobs and gobs of hair. Like, it's oh, a miracle yeah. it even fucking drained at all. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So I got, and it was all just like black and. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was fucking gross. Yeah, you get some toothpaste in there. You get a little, if you shave, a little shaving cream yeah. down in there. Yeah. Oh, it's just nasty. It was bad. The shower drains are normally worse. Yeah. I've had a fish this rat size hairballs out of some of them <laughs> shower drains over the years. Now, do the shower, like, do you have to go under the house to get that one? No, no. You no. go up there. Like your most access of them, panel? Yeah, right there where you're, uh, so that, where you, normally where you kick it on, where you, you know, you turn your, uh, yeah. oh, I'm trying to think how to explain it. Sometimes there's a panel, it, you pull, like, your stopper up, like, on my old one had a stopper there. You pull all that stopper stuff out, activate your stopper on the bottom of your, your, uh, your tub, yeah. and that gives you access there. You can run the auger right down through there without taking anything out, or you could try. It. Sometimes you have to pull that cap off, but most of the time you got access to it. Yeah, just run your auger right down there, and hmm. I have an actual panel on mine, and I just take the screws out, and I can on run the it right backside. down. Backside. Yeah, it's right there on the tub. I mean, it's right there, right underneath your your faucet. Yeah. Oh yeah, that pays to have a father that was a plumber. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but that I've is never like had that is that that's one, oh yeah that's a million dollar. Million dollar family relationship right there. Yes. There's been many a time I've called the old man up. Yeah. Something's leaking or spraying somewhere. Yeah. I wish, uh, well, I had to go to Home Depot and get a new seal for the uh, sink. Yeah. Like the little piece that goes whatever. And I I had just made up something because I couldn't find exactly what I fucking needed. 
So really Home Depot's over the fucking line because I couldn't find this piece easily. I hate like, Home Depot. I hate yeah, it. I can't find um, shit in that place. No, I can't. I am I, couldn't. I I like a little uh, Lowe's. Yeah. But we got a Menards here too. And I'm I'm pretty comfortable with the Menards, but Yeah. Uh, Home Depot can go to hell. Like they didn't they didn't have really anything that I like I didn't see the exact piece that I needed. I bet they got lots of recessed lighting sets at Home Depot, but nothing oh, for sure. plumbing. Yeah. Oh, they got all God. kinds of bull crap there. They got a, they got a uh, special on laundry detergent. They don't have any dr- sink drains. Like I just had to like come up like make up like uh, this will and it worked. Like I just got like an o- a beveled O ring. Yeah, kind of ordeal, but that's all. It yeah, worked. that's all it is anyway. Yeah, but still, like I I don't know. It it kind of pissed me off that I kind of. It took me that long to just fucking make up yeah. something, but you are the first to ever do a janky repair on your home because most of us regular homeowners, we uh, do nothing but professional repairs to our homes. <laughs> I have an old home. My house is early nineteen hundreds home or nineteen hundreds. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, when this and it's built like built. a it's built like a fortress. It's got the plaster walls and the the old school like hardwood like freaking walnut. There's not pine yeah. in there, and it's you know. The brick and all that. It's like it's it's built like a tank, but god yeah. damn it, they didn't they didn't do any kind of standardization at all. They just wherever they felt like throwing a two by four, where they threw one. And years ago, my old man and I decided we we're gonna blow insulation in this wall. So it was just cold as can be. I was burning through, uh, yeah. you know, burning through natural gas during the winter. So we oh yeah, spray that in there, you know, and it's supposed to be every eighteen inches. So we found the void. Oh yeah, we drilled a hole, sprayed the insulation in that void. Let's go yeah. eighteen inches over, eighteen over over. Drill the hole, hit a stud. What the hell? <laughs> There's more fake holes in my walls. So you were thinking it was like 18 on server. Well, because that's the standard. If you ever yeah. look at a, a tape measure, you, you'll see every 18 <laughs> inches on a tape measure, there's a little like triangle. And that's yeah. for framing a wall. That's for what carpenters. What do you call it? 18 on center or whatever? Yeah, or yeah that's, like the that. non, that's the standard. And that's why they set it up there. It makes it, you know, you go through this market on your, your, your when you're framing a wall up before you yeah. ha- set the wall up and you're building a house. Well, not my house. <laughs> they just wherever they felt like throwing a two by four is where they threw it. They went no. They went no standard. They just whatever felt right at the time. Yeah, yeah. And well, I think the tape measure could have been damaged. Yeah, tape measure. What the hell is that crown? <laughs> That's coming nonsense. Yeah, could have been that. Amish too. You never yeah, know. Yeah, they don't get. They definitely ain't using no tape measure. That's nonsense. Just eyeball it, eyeball it, and throw it up there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was well, but. I, I, I kind of figured out that, you know, there's kind of a reason why that bent, like, your sink drain goes down and then it makes that, ho- like, horseshoe. Like, well, you know what that's that's called, right? What's that? That's called the trap. Yeah? You know why that's called the trap? The trap shit? No. Why? It's the trap. It traps a little bit of water in there. That keeps your sewer gases from coming up your... your your line there and coming into your house so you don't oh, your bathroom no don't smell like shit yeah that's why it, it, it traps a little bit of water in there so that gas can't get through coming up into your into your house huh. that's why it's called the trap plumbing oh, plumbing lesson for the day yes yeah damn i thought it was just so like you would like trap just, all the, the that's a good spot to trap all the yeah it's the toothpaste yeah. and hair and crap yeah no, you're keeping that so you're, you're, you don't go into your bathroom and it smells like shit. Or you, your wife tries to light a scented candle and blows the house up. The more you know. Yeah. Hmm. That's why you have it. I'll be damned. Well, it works really well for stopping Q-tips and shit, too. Oh, yeah. That's a good spot. 
Well, they already had all the toothpaste and shaving cream there well, to slow was, it up. <laughs> I was going to go buy new pieces, but I have rigged, like, I got a coat hanger and an old toothbrush. Yeah. And I, like, fucking snaked this uh, coat hanger with a toothbrush on it and, like, scrubbed all of the insides of this PVC down. And I washed it out with hot water, and it looks it turned out really good. But that is some ingenuity. That is some MacGyver ingenuity right there. <laughs> I mean, most normal people would go to Walmart and buy a snake for like ten bucks in the plumbing yeah. department. <laughs> Just do yeah. that. But <laughs> you no. Hey, no got an old toothbrush and a metal. We don't. <laughs> we, oh. <laughs> and I taped it on there with some electrical tape. But uh, yeah. I just, we don't have very many metal coat hangers, but I always keep them around because I always end up making something out of them. Yes. I don't have any metal ones anymore. It's all yeah, plastic. It's all plastic. For some reason. So what color are all your plastic hangers? Whatever they were at Walmart at the time. I got some green. <laughs> I got some maroon. I got some white. Well, I think it might even be a blacker one, black one in there or two. Primarily, we bought black for all of our plastic hangers. I think my daughters are pink because, you know, they're not like, you know, they're half the size of ours. Yeah. And the boy, I think his are blue, I think. But so we primarily every time for some, you know, all of a sudden, no, nah, we got to get more hangers and all that shit. So I'd always get black for some fucking reason. We have red and white ones. I don't know where they come from. Probably that guy that spends night at your house when you're at work every night. <laughs> the night shift boy, uh, husband. Yeah, the night shift. Husband. Yeah, the night shift, Timmy. Yeah. I, so you talk about know. toothbrush. I, it reminded me of a story a few years ago. I decided to clean my throttle body on my truck. Yes. So I get the, you know, I took the, all the intake off air and I get the yep. solvent, spray it down. Yep. And, you know, and on the fuel ejection, you got to turn it on the auxiliary and someone press on the pedal. It's all electric yep. and it opens that butterfly up. Yep. So it's just me and the me and the daughter at home, and I think yeah. she's like five at the time. It's like, oh, yeah. come out here and do dad a favor, okay? So I get her out there, and I go, put your foot on the pedal, okay? So she's sitting there, and I, she opens up the butterfly. I get in there, spray a little more. I'm start with the toothbrush, spraying and spraying and spraying. And all of a sudden, the butterfly shuts up on my finger. <laughs> put your finger back. Put your foot on the pedal. Put your foot on the pedal. What? Put your foot on the pedal. <laughs> okay did you say to keep your foot on the pedal no that's the that was the mistake she puts her foot back on the pedal (laughs) and you know i I get it out to you you got you want me to do anything else no no just go back inside (laughs) yeah i think i got it go inside yeah well you should have said keep your foot on the pedal yeah Yeah, that's a good lesson for all the folks out there with kids gotta be very specific very specific (laughs) shot right on my damn finger with that toothbrush cleaning out that throttle body that was awesome well, you could have used like a brick or something, I guess. But yeah, yeah. But yeah. Well, I thought having my my daughter just put her foot on it for like thirty <laughs> seconds would have been all right. But no, I didn't go. Was it dirty? No, it wasn't that bad. No, I just hadn't cleaned it yet, so I decided yeah. to clean it off. When it was like one of them That's, days, I was changing the oil, and so I had to get some stuff and clean it out while I was messing around with everything. Very good practice. Yeah, keep that nice and nice and freed up there. It's not sticking. <clears throat> yeah. Well, GMs are really bad about that shit. Like 90s, early 2000s, like yeah. Chevy trucks. Getting a bunch of gunk built up there where that butterfly won't move. Oh, yeah. Or won't uh, seal all the way. Or. They'll get like a rough idle and shit from like a small, like hesitant Yeah. over that shit. Like they're really bad. Just don't ask but, my daughter uh, to help you on it. 
I'd hate to see what my Chrysler looks like out there. Son of a bitch. But anyway. But yeah, that's kind of... I got that done today. It drains like you wouldn't. It's Oh, yeah. Oh, man. You could throw about anything down there now. (laughs) Right out the door. You get like... Let's not let this happen again. Like, I do not... I'm sure I'll have to, but... Did you have to talk with the daughter about what we don't throw down the drain? No, she... It is... Did she look at you like a like a dog looking at you when you get mad at it for shitting on the floor? But like, like sideways head, like what the hell she, are you talking about? She's the kind like she. If I told her not to do it, she would find a reason to do it. Yeah, you know what like, I mean? like what, she, what the hell you mean, Q-tips doing yeah, there? Where the hell they go? Yeah, <laughs> she would do it. So I'm not saying shit. Kids do the the damn. And I'm sure you and I did the stupid shit growing oh, up too. <laughs> <laughs> when we were little kids, my my daughter one time stuck a popcorn kernel up her nose. Oh, yeah, and then started freaking out. Oh, oh, yeah. I got one stuck. <laughs> I had to go get a little deal oh, and fish this popcorn kernel. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I said. Fish this popcorn kernel out of her nose. Why'd you put it there? Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, <what the> <laughs> Why did you do that? I don't know. Seemed like a good idea. It sounded like a great idea until it got stuck. <laughs> Why'd you put the Q-tips down the drain? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let's yeah. <laughs> see what happened. Gee, that was a great idea. Oh, my God. That shit was How am so I going to know that they wouldn't work if I didn't try it? I had my wife come in. Well, the thing is, like, there was a bunch of hair in there. Yeah. But, like, you know, we, this house isn't brand new. We bought it from somebody. So it's like, fuck. Is it my kid, my daughter, my wife's hair? Is it the woman that lived here before? Like, fuck. It's just hair. I know, but damn. I, oh, fuck. Put on some did, gloves, you Nancy. It was, too lo- uh, it was too long for pubes. <laughs> <laughs> Someone shaved their pubes up right there. Yeah, but fuck. Oh, I didn't Might have, be... I didn't need gloves. My, my hands were fucking gross. Like, you would not. Oh, yeah, I've done, I've been there. I've oh, fished all God. kinds of nastiness out of sinks and drains. I would, it was almost like grease. Oh, yeah. Like, black yeah, it gets nasty. Fucking oil and grease. Like, holy yeah. fuck, why did this shit turn black? It's all the dirt. Fuck. It's all that like, nastiness you're washing off I your hands imagine, down the drain. I couldn't imagine taking apart my kitchen one. Oh, you get I, some nasty stuff out of there. I bet it's awful. You I haven't, I hate to see what's going to happen to you when you pop your sewer drain open one of these days, because that's going to happen. Oh, my and sewer that's some na- Oh, yeah, that's some nastiness there. Like, what do you mean? Yeah, sometimes them sewer drains you can get clogged them up. You can clog yeah. one up, and they got a clean out. A like for a septic tank, or oh yeah, all them septic. Well, you have a sewer line too, right? You yeah, have a sewer so line or a septic. I, I mean, you still got a line going out somewhere. You're taking the poop somewhere. Yeah, it's not uh, just lingering in the pipe. Right. And you got. I've had them. I've locked up one of mine in my kitchen drain, and I had to pus that that uh, lockout open and run that yeah. auger down through there and clean it out. And there's some, uh, some unspeakable nastiness in them drains. Oh, it's not good. It's not good, and it smells like do, you would always imagine. I don't want to do that. Yeah, well, I, it's either that or you don't use the drain. I'd rather have a drain. Right. You gotta, you gotta man that. up and yeah. just bite I the guess bullet. I have to. Yeah, it's, just, it's better than having to throw all your shit out in the backyard after. <laughs> well, that's uh, kind of what I did today. Kind of got <laughs> something. I got something accomplished that I've been meaning to do for a while. I just had to do it. And yeah, now it drains. So 
you can wash your hands without like water being collected in the bottom. That's always nice. No, yeah, fuck yeah. Well, let's uh go ahead and get into some uh, news and headlines. What do you got? Well, the first story we got here it says At least you aren't a teen who crashed into a DMV during her driving test. It's good. safe to yeah, it's safe to say she now knows the difference between reverse and drive. <laughs> on Wednesday, a teen in Minnesota embarked on a rite of passage many of us remember, but would rather forget the driving test. She got into an unfamiliar car with an unfamiliar person there to coach her on how to make three-point turns in parallel park or whatever and fired up the engine. But at last, the unnamed 17-year-old failed her test before she even had a chance to even had a chance to really begin it. <laughs> According to the Buffalo Police Department in Minnesota, the young woman made a classic rookie mistake for whatever reason, maybe stress or nerves or lack of sleep. She put the car in drive instead of reverse, taking the Chevy Equinox barreling into the BMV, <laughs> arguably the one place she wanted to avoid destroying during a car accident. Mm-hmm. The <laughs> Luckily, very place that probably gave for the test. Yeah, hey, just get in there and let her rip. <laughs> Luckily, no one was hurt. Yeah, an, an Equinox. Equinox that's, a big, that's a big freaking vehicle, dude. Yeah, that's an SUV. Slammed. Why would they give a student driver an SUV to drive? Have you not been on the highways lately? It's all trucks and SUVs. <laughs> right. The little cars that's like yours. Are, that's 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 commie stuff. That's only for when gas is four dollars a gallon. Yeah. People freak out and go buy them. Rest of the time, we got to drive living rooms on wheels. Right. Luckily, no one was hurt inside the building when the Chevy slammed through the doors, bringing <laughs> bricks and shards of broken glass with it. The 60-year-old driving test administrator, riding shotgun, however, was rushed to a nearby hospital, complaining <laughs> with non-life-threatening injuries. Bobby's oh, butthole clenched up tired. <laughs> it's safe to say that the team failed the test. It's not like the exam was completely pointless. At the very least, our failed driver knows the difference between drive and reverse now, so that's a start. <laughs> and while she may not be as a, may not be a good driver, and she may have had a hard time to- may have a hard time ever getting her license, for those of us who made many a trip to the DMV, she's somewhat of a hero. <laughs> I've never had a lot of trouble here in, in Indiana <laughs> in waiting in line. Yeah, no, I've never had even two hard. The Ours one is pretty I go quick. to the one I go to is the one off Burkhart. Yeah, yeah. Is it pretty busy? Awesome. Oh, it's well, it's always busy, but I always get in and out. Yeah, I don't have any trouble. I've never had too many horror stories. I when I was living in Arizona for a while, I had oh, to go gosh. get my license, and that was awful. That was like an hour wait just to get my license. I mean, just sitting there. Yeah. With like the number and the num the number they're serving is like forty away from yours. And yeah. It's like the classic horror story. <laughs> so when I was doing my driver education class. There was three of us. It was during the summer, you know, and it was the school counselor. He was our driving instructor. You know, they had different people at different times, yeah. different teachers yeah. taught. And luckily, I wasn't driving at the time. I was in the back seat, but a, a guy I went to school with, he was driving the car, and we pulled up behind this truck at a stop sign. The truck decides to slap her in reverse and back up. And our driving instructor, he's freaking out a little bit. He's got, you know, got the little brake on his side as well. Yeah. 
He's got yeah. his foot down the brake. The guy who's driving, he did put it in reverse, try to back away. He couldn't back away. It was a Goodwill truck slammed into our student driver car. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's just it demolished this car in front of this car. Oh. Yeah. I, I mean, we, you know, we had to call it. It was their fault. And we had to, but yeah. the cops had to show up. They had to go through all their whole rigmarole just oh, to get through this, you know. And, I, and my mom comes and picks me up, you know. It's like lunchtime, I think, when we got done with our driving instruction. Yeah. And I tell her, we got in a wreck. And the first thing out of her mouth is, you weren't driving, were you? <laughs> no. Good. <laughs> oh, shit. I, my, I went early. Like, I went to this one in Newburgh because my mom's like, oh, let's get ahead of the curve. And, like, when yeah. you're 14, go ahead and take your uh, written stuff. And then, you know, go on, you know, so on and so on. Yeah. And I did that. And like, I remember taking my, I through the place in Newburgh, I went ahead and took my driving test when I got my permit and I was doing really good. And I passed the first time he almost failed me because like there was a yellow light and what, what are you supposed to do at a yellow light? You're supposed to slow down and be, it's use a caution. You know, you're supposed to really start paying attention because it could be, you're coming up at an intersection that's a little busy. That's correct, Ryan Anderson. But uh, what'd you do? Did you just hammer it down? I hammered. <laughs> <laughs> there in Newburgh, like I can't remember what light it was. That second light past Walmart, like I just, I just floored it, and I just went through. He's like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Well, I didn't have enough time to slow down, so I sped up." All right. Well, this, was, this was like a yellow light for a stoplight or like a flashing yeah, yellow? like a stoplight. Oh, I thought you were talking flashing yellow. Mm-mm, like a stoplight. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. And then you're right then. I get a yellow light. I hammer her down. I ain't waiting. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And, uh, I can't remember what we did. I think we had the class during, we had the written part, like you did the driver's ed stuff, the written stuff as a class. During yeah. the semester, I think when my sophomore year, we did it as a as a class, and then you signed up over the summer. You did the driving part of yeah. driver's ed over the summer, and then you had to go get your, when you went to get your license. You did the written test at the DMV. Yeah, and you got your license. Which the Chevy kind of reminds me of a song. Here, let's uh, take a peek here. Diarrhea song. Yes. Take one. <laughs> take one. <clears throat> When you're surfing on the net and your chair gets hot and wet, diarrhea. 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 When you want to drop a juice but instead it's chocolate loose, diarrhea. Diarrhea. When you're playing with a monkey and you're feeling something chunky, diarrhea. Diarrhea. When you're hanging upside down and your face is turning brown, diarrhea. Diarrhea. When you're in the middle of a shower and... Well, I was thinking when you're riding in the Chevy and you're feeling something, something heavy. Something heavy. Diarrhea. Diarrhea. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's... yeah. That's what brought to my mind on that story. So how long did you go after you got your license before you had your first accident? Oh. Did you make it very long? Um, shit. Two years? Really? Uh, yeah. I made it a week. <laughs> I put my truck, a little Ranger I got... Put that sucker in a ditch. First week I had my license. I'd go around this. It was a it was a country road. Had like a ninety degree turn in it, and you know mm-hmm. old old country roads in Indiana. They got nothing but gravel and crap in them. Yeah. And I had, went too fast through it, and I slid and 
put it right in a ditch and put this big old dent right at the bottom of my door oh, one week after having my license. Did it mess up? I mean, just a dent? It was just a dent. didn't mess up yeah. anything, but it's just it's just one of the things I have to explain to my dad now why my new truck has a dent at the bottom of my door. <laughs> He's like, well, at least you're okay. Yeah. No, I... Learned I, a lesson uh, there. I was rolling through uh, right down the road from me where I live, actually, and everybody, I was at, it was a stoplight and I was gonna, you know, there's a right lane and I needed to turn right. Yeah. And everybody came to a complete stop, but me. Yeah. And I just rear ended this truck. Truck was fine. Didn't do anything to the truck, but my S10 just got destroyed. Like the whole front end of the truck was done. They totaled it. That's like the S10 or the Ranger is like the standard go to vehicle for young men in indiana you ever yeah. notice that maybe yeah. a dakota thrown in there when they had the dakota yeah but that was like the standard that. that was the standard for young yep. men i had an s10 it's good it's pretty cool i liked it it was a stick was yours a stick my s10 was a stick i had after yeah. that but my ranger was a was a automatic yeah, yeah so timmy how are you feeling right now are you feeling okay? I mean, do you have any kind of bowel issues? I, I shit a lot tonight. I don't know why, but well, that shit may be worth some money. It says here yeah. that fecal transplants see a success rate of ninety percent in bacterial gut infections. Fecal transplants. Yes, microborn revelation, revelation, rev. Revenation. Transplants are, I can't pronounce tonight. Transplants are a vital part of health care, giving tens of thousands of people in the United States a new lease on life. While organ transplants are relatively commonplace, a new form of transplantation is emerging to fight a life threatening infec- infection, one that impacts nearly half a million Americans and is annually responsible for an estimated 15,000 to 30,000 U.S. deaths. Hmm. However, these doctors aren't transplanting an organ. They're taking the fecal matter of ultra-healthy people and transplanting it into patients with certain or with people battling colostrum. I can't even. I can't pronounce it. <laughs> what is it? Austria, uh, ulcerative colitis is what the, the actual name of it is. This is the Latin name. Infection, which is causes severe diarrhea in some sufferers. No oh, shit. The infectious disease, <laughs> the infectious disease society of America has issued new guidelines that promote the use of fecal transplants to treat this infection. <laughs> Poop transfers, if you will, may sound like a surreal way of treating any kind of illness, let alone <laughs> bacterial infection. Yet C. diff infections are most often the result of antibiotic use, which <laughs> which decimates the natural defenses of a healthy gut. Fecal transplants are meant to take microorganisms from healthy donors and allow them to flourish in the recipient, killing off any C. diff infections along the way. So have you ever thought about having another man's poop in your anus? No. That, uh, that has never, never crossed my mind as a good idea. I seen this a, a, a year ago. I I couldn't believe it. So they, they have kits out there, and it, like you get a, a poop donor, and they poop in a bag for you, and uh-huh. you basically put this in a blender. You blend this this feces oh up. God, gets a little like uh, 
the uh, syringe, like a big giant turkey baster, that you insert this blended up poop and you insert it into your anus <coughs> and allow this poop to sit there and let your guts absorb all these microorganisms and good bacteria from the host. What the fuck? Yes. And this is what like, is so it's saying right here, so it's, it's say, if you have like C. diff or you have, uh, oh, Crohn's disease, some of these diseases like that, yeah. your, your intestines are, it doesn't, it's lacking certain bacteria or certain uh, ability, like your immune system is not able to fight off some of these, these different viruses, bacteria, or say other issues. You're taking these organisms from another recipient that's healthy and you're transplanting them into your body so it's giving you these ability to fight these infections you have to be in some dire straits to be convinced to take another person's poop and shove it in your butt yeah Uh, I uh, I don't think that I would ever do that unless it was like life or death so it says here prior to the advent of fecal transplants Patients had to undergo surgery to remove infected colons if other options were exhausted. New guidelines will empower healthcare providers to utilize fecal transplants treatments in more cases, especially in patients who have been <coughs> resistant to traditional antibiotic treatments. So I do huh. know I do know a fellow I, I grew up with who had to have part of his colon removed. He had Crohn's disease. Yeah. And he was pretty miserable most of the time, you know. It, Bad diarrhea, bad stomach pain, and stuff like yeah. that associated with it. I don't know. He was kind of a germaphobe, though, so I don't know if I could you could have convinced him to blend up some poop, and stick it in his butt. But oh my god! I guess you'd hate to see that blender. Yeah. Oh, oh that's yeah. Gross. Hey, Dad, you want a chocolate milkshake? Which blender did you use? No. Yes. Oh. Oh. What's the next one? I'm done with that one. That's uh. gross. A suspicious ghost hunting device triggered a massive bomb scare. <laughs> At least the paranormal investigators got a picture of the ghost, though. It says last week, a group of ghost hunters in Canada took a trip to Ontario's historic McKinsey Hall, a 150-year-old building that used to be a jail, to search for lingering souls from the 19th century or whatever. And although the list, this towel... Paranormal Society left with what they claimed to be photographic evidence of a ghost named George, or at least a funny smudge that might be George. They didn't seem to make out, make it out with a electromagnetic field monitor, a piece, an important piece of their ghost hunting equipment. The small handheld device senses electric currents and are mostly used to detect issues with electrical wiring but ghost hunters have adopted them as a supposed ghost radar. Since the presence of supernatural beings causes weird electrical anomalies or something. Unfortunately for the untrained eye, some EMFs can apparently look like bombs (laughs) with a hard plastic shell and exposed wires. And the list list house paranormal societies prompted a massive bomb scare in the area (laughs) after someone stumbled upon it. They got a picture on here. It's like a black box with red wires hanging out of it, a big blue light. It's like the typical bomb from any like diehard movie. Yeah, yeah. Investigations revealed that a suspicious item was left in a room within the building. Police said in a police release in a press release, officers from the Windsor Police Explosives Disposal Unit attended the, to the scene and were able to reden- render the package safe. So they blew up the. <laughs> 
after, I'm surprised they don't have an active lawsuit against the bomb squad. Yeah, we had to go to the Radio Shack to get that. Now the Radio Shack's out of business. Where are we going to get our EMF? Hell, I'm sure it might, it's probably like a custom-made unit from like some dude yeah. from somewhere. And it probably costs a lot of money, and they're fucking pissed. So it wasn't the, uh, the EKG meter from Ghostbusters. That didn't look like a bomb. That was a high-tech piece of equipment. Right. The Listel Paranormal Society may have caused a bad scare at McKenzie Hall, but it wasn't completely in vain. The group posted on Facebook that the hall had invited them back to do further paranormal research. Hmm. So there still doesn't seem to be any bad blood there. Plus, they still have the photo of George, the ghost, for what it's worth. Good. So are, are you a believer in the paranormal? Yes. I, I could figure that. I, I knew the answer yeah. to that. <laughs> I'm not. I don't believe in ghosts or goblins or any of this other nonsense. Yeah. I, th- I think it, it's there. I mean, we all know that you are a big fan of the Squatch. Oh, how did you know that? <laughs> the, the fact that you walk around saying there is a Squatch in these three woods quite regularly. <laughs> so, oh, besides man. Bigfoot, is there any other mythical animals that you believe in? Um... I don't know. Uh, maybe some. What about the Loch Ness monster? Oh, uh, I, I I do believe in the I do believe in the Loch Ness monster. Well, that's Hang a on. good deal. There's, I have a story here where it might. There's a squatch in these I have I have a story here that might provide proof for oh. your your Loch Ness monster theory. Here. Hang on, before let's set the let's set the mood. Okay, for, set the mood uh, for us. Set the mood for the listeners. Well, aren't you crackers just cute as the dickens? Your chef's parents? Yes, all his life. We have to talk to him. Well, he should be out now directly. Oh, he's so excited about the wedding, now. Say, would you crackers like to hear about the time we saw the Loch Ness monster? <laughs> no, that's okay. Oh, must have been about seven, so eight years chef's ago. Parents. Me and the little lady yes, was out on this boat, you see, all alone at night. When all of a sudden, this huge creature, this giant crustacean from the Paleolithic era, comes out of the water. We were so scared, Lord, I remember that jumped up in the boat, and I said, Thomas, what on earth is that creature? It stood above it, looking down with these big red eyes. Oh, it was so scary. And I yelled, I said, what do you want from us, monster? And the monster bent down and said, I need about three <laughs> fifty. What's Tree Fitty? $3.50. He wanted money? That's right. I said, I ain't giving you no Tree Fitty, you goddamn Loch Ness monster. Get your own goddamn money. I gave him a dollar. She gives him a dollar. I thought he'd go away if I gave him a dollar. Well, of course. Oh, shit. So, yeah. so it says so. here, Loch Ness, monster, Loch Ness monster-like creature washes up on Georgia's shore. <laughs> Jeff Warren sent a photo of the creature to the Savannah Morning News with a note, this isn't a joke. When he found the carcass on the shore of Georgia's Wolf Island National Wildlife Refuge last week, he said, Warren's first thought was a dead seal. But after (laughs) photographing the remains of the sea creature that washed up upon the beach, he described it to the station as a Loch Ness-type monster. (laughs) Indeed, the the body's long neck and small head remind locals... (laughs) Of the the Altamati, Georgia's own version of the aquatic monster steeped in southern lore. Warren spotted the creature during a boat ride with his son near Georgia's barrier islands, according to the First Coast News. 
a large heron. First coast news. Wow. First coast news. A large heron was picking at picking at its carcass. He said. So have you yeah. seen the picture of this critter here? It does have uh, a, a long, cylindrical body, little, little flippers in the middle, kind of fatter in the middle, and a long neck and head. Yeah, I see the picture. Marine it, experts it, it don't... It looks like the Loch Ness Monster. Yes, it looks like the Loch Ness Monster, just smaller. It's not real big. It's probably... Yeah. What do you say? It's about six, seven feet long. Yeah, still big. Yeah, it's still big, but it's not as big as what you what people claim Loch Ness Monster is. Was that Bessie? Nessie. Nessie. Nessie, there you yeah. go. Marine experts don't know what to make of the photo and video captured by Warren, expressing skepticism alongside of all. Chantel Aldrun of the the TB Island Marine Science Center told the morning news, it looks like a frilled shark. (laughs) Tara Cox, an associate professor of marine sciences at Savannah State University, told the newspaper it might be a decomposing basking shark, which (laughs) takes on a prehistoric shape as it rots. Dwight Gale and George Gale, two seasoned shrimp boat captains, told the First Coast, <laughs> shrimp, shrimp stew, that it could be a fish caught on a piece of wood or perhaps a sturgeon shark. Hmm. We see sturgeon sharks all the time that swim in groups along the top of the water that many people think is the Altamahi, George Gale told the station. Without further, further explanation of the actual carpus, how ex, ex, take it back. Without further examination of the actual carcass, however, all the above caution that they would not know what it was for certain. <laughs> so we might have found proof that Nessie is real in Georgia. Yes. But yeah, like, have you seen like the spoons that people sell on like Amazon and shit? Like, it's a spoon that like for like soup and whatnot, and like when you're stirring soup and like the like the shaft of the spoon and then like the end of it is the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> like it's peeking up out of the water. No, I have not seen this. <laughs> All right. So uh, well, we actually, like it. Did, did you know that my, uh, <clears throat> well, I I don't do it quite often anymore, but when I used to run demolition derbies, my uh, demolition derby number was 350. 350. Yes. So next story here is this guy taught his pug to hail Hitler and was eventually convicted of a hate crime. Oh, fuck. <laughs> the professional shit poster, who goes by the name Count Dankula, mm. could wind up behind bars for up to six months. No. Oh. So Buddha was cute, innocent pug like any other, until Mark Meachin, a professional shit poster who prides himself as being anti-PC as Count Dankula online, decided to teach him a new trick. He claimed to have trained the dog to throw up a Nazi salute every time he heard Zig Heil. Oh, and no. uploaded footage of the corrupted pup on YouTube, a stunt that has landed him in court on Tuesday. Mitchin, who was convicted on hate crime charges in a Scottish court for uploading the video, which the presiding judge called grossly offensive. Despite Meachin's insistence that the clip was a joke and that his right to free speech was under assault, the judge ruled that the footage was anti-Semitic and racist in nature, finding him guilty of violating the UK's Communications Act of 2003. He now could face up to six years in prison. Oh, shit. <laughs> For teaching his dog. What? Why are you teaching the damn dog how to zigile? 
Yeah, I, I did. I, I mean, you ain't gonna teach you ain't gonna teach Chew nothing stupid like that, are you? I don't think he would learn it. So this is not the first time I have I've heard about Count Dankula. I yeah. guess this guy is like notorious on YouTube for just doing stupid stunts. And apparently he was doing something recently with all these girls who are accusing Trump of of like having affairs with Trump, you know, and he's yeah. trying to buy him off. I heard his name pop up on this. So I have a feeling Mr. Count Dankula is going to pop up on our radar a few more times before this is all said and done. Yeah, yeah he might uh, end up in the secret uh, service. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think he'll probably just end up missing or some shit. <laughs> you know, the Russians keep poisoning people in London, but they seem to have missed Count Dankula yeah. and his Nazi saluting dog. You can't trust pugs. Pugs are yeah. There's something wrong yeah, with them. I don't. I don't. I don't think I'd ever own a pug. So you know, I have extensive experience with pugs, right? No, I've told I did you. Not know that. I'm saying, my grandfather who just passed away, he had this oh, pug. Oh yes, Scooter. Uncle Scooter. He was yes. referred to as Uncle Scooter. I didn't know it was a pug. I guess I did know it was Oh, yeah. A pug. He is oh, the fattest pug you'll ever see in your life because my grandpa fed him hamburgers and hot, uh, hamburgers and french fries all the time from like, Wendy's <laughs> and McDonald's. Uh, the only person in the family outside of my grandpa who ever loved this dog was my daughter. My daughter was yeah. trying to adopt him, and I was like, hell no. <laughs> we ain't taking this yeah. back. Where's sco- with Scooter with your parents? No. He, he has found him a new home. There was some other pug lovers, an older lady who was in need of a new dog. Yeah. And he was used to being an older person's pet, so he went to right. live there, and apparently he's doing quite well. And even <laughs> lost a little bit of weight. Oh, no. He's probably, like, relapse. Like, he's having probably, like, a relapse or some shit because he Maybe hasn't had his burgers. I know. He hasn't had any cheeseburgers in a while. <laughs> this is the fattest dog you've ever seen in your life. Really? Okay. And speaking of fat, our last oh, story here. How did, you, how did you segue into that? That's professionalism there, sir. Yeah. Timmy Johnson. Are you a fan of the fat girls? <laughs> the husky ladies? <laughs> you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> this is from the Daily Mail. I won't stop until I'm too fat to move. A morbidly obese model who dreams of weighing 1,000 pounds. Oh, she eats 8,000 calories a day and loves to be 8, fed. 8,000? and loves to be fed through a funnel. By her boyfriend. A fucking funnel. <laughs> you got to be fucking this is, kidding me. This is too, too crazy to believe. A goddamn funnel. An obese, an obese model who is paid by men to, to eat wants to pile on a further 300 pounds, 21 Dudes stone. pay her to fucking eat. Yes. So there's a name for this. This is There's feeders and feedies. The guys oh, who God pay these it. women are called feeders. So they get off by either feeding the women themselves or watching them over the internet eat copious amounts of food. No fucking way. I'm dead serious. So this model, to become the world's (laughs) fattest woman and to be completely immobile. Monica Riley, 27. (laughs) That's the goddamn goal? Yes. I want to be a thousand pounds. (laughs) And not move. Monica Riley from... 27 from Fort Worth, Texas, already tips the scales at 700 pounds, 50 stone, but dreams of being too fat to move and is working towards hitting 1,000 pounds so she feels like a queen. Her feeder boyfriend, Sid Riley, 25, whose surname she has taken despite not being married, spends his days cooking Monica meals and even feeding her 1,300... 
or or 3,500 calorie shakes lavished with double cream through a funnel. (laughs) 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 He he then rolls her over (laughs) when her 91-inch stomach is full. (laughs) Among the things, Monica, a model on supersized big beauty woman before women websites is looking forward to I'm not <laughs> yes, everybody you are. writing that down. <laughs> I you, you don't I have a subscription to the website? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they might give it's, they might the dudes buy the they might they might become a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> so her goal is looking forward to being immobile is to get getting a bed with a built-in toilet, which Sid will need to empty. <laughs> I would, that poor <laughs> bastard. Could you so, imagine? So naturally, this guy this is, this guy is like skin and bones too. And she oh, is, yeah. a, there's pictures of her on here, sitting yeah. here on his lap. There's another one. They have a giant funnel. She's got a tube, like a beer bong, like oh, your partying days. Yeah. But instead, he's got a pitcher of milkshake pouring it down his oh, funnel as she's guzzling it down. No. Monica said the plan is to reach a thousand pounds and become immobile. I would feel like a queen because Sid would be waiting on me hand and foot, and he's excited about it too. Why the fuck would he be excited about that? It's a sexual fantasy for us, and we talk about it a lot. He already has to help me get off the sofa and get me out of bed. If I lay down after a big dinner, he has to help me roll over because my belly is too full for me to roll. It's a big turn-on for both of us. Oh my god! Oh yeah, there's some sexy photos on here too. I mean, her oh. her belly button is about, oh, I'd say a good four inches long. <laughs> oh my I god! Saw, I saw some of the. It was like a news article. Yes. Like, Despite their controversial plans, Monica and Sid are trying for a baby, and have endured two miscarriages so far. She said, god "Bless that we kid do would have enough room to live in." <laughs> that. We do plan to have children. There's nothing to stop me from raising a child from my bedroom. We would have to get a nanny in to help around the house and take the baby out and about. (laughs) This is ridiculous. It says here, Monica makes a living by modeling for websites showing larger women and gets paid by feeder men to eat for them. Oh. Just watch her eat. Some there's nothing to stop us from raising a child. Some might think it's selfish, but I'm confident we would be good parents. Monica Ow. has been overweight her whole life, and just two years ago she was preparing for bariatric surgery after her ex boyfriend urged her to shed the pounds. But at the last minute she pulled out of the operation and decided to embrace her figure instead. <sighs> and and since meeting average built Sid online four months ago. Monica has gained almost 55 pounds for stone by gorging on 8,000 calories every day. Oh, my God. So this is, she met this guy. I'm going to put on 300 pounds for a guy I met four four months ago. Yeah, because every guy says that. Yeah. Monica said, the bigger I get, the sexier I feel. I love my big, soft belly, and stuffing myself with food really turns me on. Oh, Sid loves Lord. to cook for me and hand feed me, and I've achieved so much since we've got together. He feeds me around the clock, and I never have to get up to do anything. Holy shit. That there, sir, is love. 
if I ever see it. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, so how much do you pay her to eat for you? I have. Uh, um, what if she eats like a pizza or like a piece of pie or something? She starts oh, really. Oh, fuck. That's, that's, that's like a piece of cake. App- that's not an, that's an appetizer. Yeah. Big piece of cake. She just like devours her right in front of you. I mean, does that get you going or. <laughs> a large pizza. Yeah. Eat Couldn't that pizza. Yeah. Fuck. Rub that There's pudding all over your mouth. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what the hell? I, I, we got so many issues on this world, and these guys are blowing money to pay some fat chick to eat on the internet. Are we just what? ending? Like, we're going to end the show with just the... Oh, man. <laughs> the, that is... That so is there is a much. picture of this this young lady here. Yeah, eating, young. yeah, she's eating marshmallows. She's got marshmallows stuffed in her belly button, both oh hands full up, and her God. both cheeks full of marshmallows. I take it this is one of her photo shoots for her websites. This, this, that is terrible. This is this is great. I love this. Yeah, yeah. Let's just let's make the problem worse. <laughs> That's, she's gonna fucking die yes there's no way you ever watch the show my 600 pound life on i think it's on uh before a a tlc yeah i've seen it before yeah these are some these are some really winner people you know these are yeah most of them have zero willpower don't want to work you know and i saw one clip where she's like getting pissed off because she couldn't get out of the bed or something yeah oh my do they ever go into detail as far as this though, where it's like a no. turn on and shit? So I've heard, I'd heard this turn before on there about so one of the women's one of the women recently on that show was a feeder. She was getting paid to eat on the internet, and guys would, oh, or she was a feedee, God. and the guys were feeders. They were paying her yeah. to eat on the camera, and then she was also a squasher. Do you know what a squasher is? Oh, I can only imagine. Just sit on dudes. Sit on dudes' faces most of the time. Oh, my God. Dudes would pay her to come sit on them. Why? Why do people like like queefs? Why do people get turned on by farts? Right. There are a bunch of freaking freaks out there. I don't want to get sat on by a 600-pound woman. (laughs) That, That doesn't even sound like fun. Like maybe if I got pay- if I got paid like a grand, I'd <laughs> but not not just for me paying them. I'm not paying them shit to sit on me. <sighs> I've lost all faith. So, like I said, there's a picture of her with Sid. I bet he is every bit of a buck thirty. Yeah, yeah, he, he is, is nothing. Man. He is a small man with a yes. very large girlfriend. Oh God, I bet that's a trophy. Hey, boy, don't be eyeballing my girlfriend. Yeah. (laughs) I can't help it. I can't help it, sir. I can't see around her. (laughs) I'm trying to see the clock. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Like I said, all the problems we got in the world, we could use the money, research for cancer, (laughs) alternative energy or something. These guys are blowing it on the internet, paying some girl to eat. Yeah, let's pay this bitch to eat because that's a great idea. We could oh, you my know, feed starving children. Yeah, we're shoving eight thousand calories down this girl's throat. Yeah. I think the average person needs what two thousand to twenty thousand to twenty five hundred. If you're like a bigger yeah. guy, twenty five hundred. Yeah, yeah. She's eating enough for four people. Yeah, a day. 
We could no, feed a family. Breathe. We could feed a family of four with what she's eating. Yes. She should just feed all that to some fucking kids. <laughs> oh, and be done with it. Uh, we were ending on a good note again this yeah. week. You got anything else? No, I think that's I think that'll close the show. <laughs> yeah. That's the icing on the That's icing on the eight thousand calorie Sunday. Yeah. Well, if you like that, there's more. <laughs> no more. I'm sure we'll find something even weirder than that next week. Each and every week. Go to iTunes, give us that five star rating. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. Adios, amigos. All right. Uh, <laughs> see you next week. Thank you.